Yes, I continue to lift him up in prayers as, as the days go by. I'm excited about what God's going to be doing in the summer. Second half of the year is coming up, church. Amen. And we're going to believe God for a better half. How many going to believe that with us? A better half of 2022 as we continue our breakthrough. Amen. We want to continue our series. Our series, many of you that remember the series, uh, again, is Complete Victory. Complete Victory. And we'll come out of Romans chapter 8 again this, this morning. Romans chapter 8. Uh, again, we're going to look at here, we're going to go to part nine. Part nine, amen. Part nine, but Romans chapter eight, we'll look at this this morning. Verse 35, the Bible says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, which was part one, shall distress or persecution, famine, nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it's written for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I mean, believe that. And the Bible says, for I am persuaded. You have to be persuaded this morning. You have to be persuaded in your heart and your mind. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angel, nor principalities, nor powers, things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depths, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to draw you to part nine of our, of our message this day. And this is found in verse 38. The Bible says, I am persuaded that neither death, which was part seven, part eight, part nine is uh, uh, life. I am persuaded that neither death nor life. And so today we want to give you the next title this, this morning about complete victory in life. Amen. Complete victory in this life. Amen. Reverend, if you open us in prayer, please. Amen. Father God, Lord, we thank you for your goodness, your love, your power. We thank you for your presence that's already been in the service. We thank you for our pastor this morning. We ask you, Lord, to let a fresh unction of your spirit uh, be upon him as he breaks the bread of life. Give him clarity of mind as he uh, breaks forth the principles that you placed in his heart. And we ask you, Lord, to give us clarity of understanding. Let our minds be illuminated, Father God, by your spirit as the word goes forth. And let our hearts be mixed with faith to put that word into action in our life. To not just be hearers of the word, deceiving our own selves, but let us be mixed with faith and put it into action. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, life, complete victory in this life. You think about what life is, again, uh, it's what we are today. We exist. Amen. Think about in the beginning when God breathed life into Adam's nostrils. He breathed into him and, and began to uh, cause man to have a, a spirit in him. He gave us life. And you think about life, how precious that it is. Uh, the opposite of life is death, as we all know. And, and so last week we covered about, we said we covered about death. And just thinking back to that, we preached that message about getting the victory over death. We talked about getting the victory over sin, which is the wages of sin is death, on and on and on. And we talked about getting the victory over that when you die, are we ready to go? And when I preached that message uh, last couple of Sundays ago, uh, uh, a victory over death, went home, took a nap. <laughs> took a nap, as we normally do after the service, uh, preparing for the next service. And, 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 and so I, uh, I got a phone call and said my brother-in-law had had a heart attack. And, and, and began to uh, tell me it was very critical and naturally he passed away a few days later. But I began to think about how precious that life really is. 
And little did I know that that message was not only for us, but it was going to be for my sister and for all those that are involved in death. They have to deal with death. And how do we get the victory when death comes our way? Amen? Amen. And so uh, we thought about that and, and dwelt with that. And that's how part eight was all about victory over death. And so we today want to look at victory in life, in this life that we're looking at. Life, so it leads me to where I'm saying life is precious. Every moment, every second of the day. And I was sharing with him, even this week, my, uh, my, my cousin, uh, well, she's pretty much gone. Uh, they uh, have her on life support as well this week and how that precious life is. And I'm not sure if she saw the video the night before, was able to watch the service, but throughout the night, she, they found her and laid on the floor. And that's how precious that life is. The Bible tells us what? Life is but a vapor. It's but a vapor. We're here for a little while, and then we vanish away. Think about that. The, the, the timeline of life, uh, uh, you think about it, well, well God, by God's grace, we're able to live 70 years. And after that, it's really just uh, by reason of strength, God gives it to us. It's a blessing to have life. Amen. And so a long life that he is, and, and on and on and on, and how the Bible says, but it's so short in the time frame compared to all of eternity. And looking at eternity, we, I remember back in school, we used to have that number line. Y'all remember the number line in school? The teacher had the zero in the middle, and she had on this side the plus. Well, I guess it would be on this side, plus numbers. Plus all the way to the end, and on the left it was all the way to the end, the negative numbers. It's coming back to you, Sister Phyllis. You gotta go back to uh, PSI or somewhere in there. Amen. Amen. But you think about that. How did, again, the numbers, and they had those little squiggly lines. Remember that? At the end of the plus sign, they had a little infinity sign. That little sign was like a t eight turns sideways. I remember that. Come on. And on the other side, the same thing, like eight turns sideways. They call it what? Infinity? Come on, Captain. Infinity. Infinity. Amen. And so, infinity, I was saying, I, and I told my teacher, I said, what a. Well, she said, you can put any amount of zeros on that number. It's infinity. And I said, man, I was wrapping my mind around it. So all the negative numbers was forever, and all the positive numbers was forever. And, and you put that, you look at that number at billions and trillions of zeros along the line, that number will never end. But you think about life, that little blip that we have. That little small space on that number line, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, 70 years, at my reason, again, uh, uh, well, 120 years ago, God says the cutoff. <laughs> Go back and read that. The book of Genesis, I believe it was. Uh, uh, even in Exodus, uh, God told me, he said, hey, we're going to cut it off at 120. So after all, it's been there for seven, 800, 900 years. God said they get into too much junk. <laughs> you got to go back and read that. Hey, they got into too much mess. You live a long time on this earth. Mess is bound to find you. Mm -hmm. And so we look at this and how they got cut off in 120 years. So uh, even 120 years, if God directs us to live 120 years, uh, the Bible says that even in that, this but a vapor. Mm -hmm. Short period of time. And it vanishes away. And so we put so much stock and effort and energy into this life, into our flesh, into our well-being, into uh, what Jesus said, Reverend touched on the bit. He says, what should it profit a man to gain the whole world but to lose his own soul? Man put so much stock and effort and energy into this life to look good, to smell good, to, to, to impress and, and to have a, a life in which we, we consider to be a happy life. But we know that the true happiness comes from Almighty God. And we know that this morning. Amen. God gives victory in this life. He is the life giver. 
Amen. And this week, thank God, we are celebrating life. Amen. I saw a headline this week uh, about how they said life has won. If y'all know what I'm talking about. These folks are marching in the streets. The Supreme Court had passed uh, uh, the, the, the life on um, pro pro uh, pro uh, I mean pro abortion, uh, pro life, I should say. And how they reversed uh, abortion, they reversed the, the uh, they gave it back to the states, I should say. They didn't quite, you know, they gave it back to the states. And, and, and so they said life has won. Many headlines were saying life has won. And you think about that and how the, uh, again, you, you see how the enemy will try to snuff out life. The enemy despises life. The enemy despises your life. The enemy despises my life. And all the future children and generations ahead, the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy, as the scripture tells us in John chapter 10. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy life. But Jesus told us what? He said, I've come to give you life, and that more abundantly. Amen. And so victory in this life, when we look to God, when we look to the Lord our God, He wants us to live and not die. He wants us to have life, amen, and the fullness thereof, and that you can have joy and pleasures evermore with Him here on earth and also in eternity. They were saying that song, I just can't give up now. Life will bring things our way. I mean, can't give a witness to that. It's for the twists and turns of life. As our pastor said, he says that we are the sum total of all the decisions we made in life. Life where it has its minds and twists and turns. But through it all, again, God gives you the ability to win in life. And that's what the Apostle Paul was beginning to let us know. We don't have to let the devil defeat us this morning. We've been talking about complete victory in all aspects of our lives. All aspects of whatever life may bring God through him and faith in him will give victory as we serve and follow after him. Uh, we can choose again to let life get the best of us or we can get the best out of life. I mean, know that. We can choose to let life get the best out of us or we can get the best out of life. We have to continue uh, again. That's why the Apostle Paul was saying hey, that we must become more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. We can have victory in your life as you serve Jesus Christ, our Lord. And, and so he came to show us that we can live a victorious life for Christ. We can have victory over the devil. You can no longer have to be bound by sin. You can, again, let the chains and the shackles that life brings and sin brings and the devil brings and be free from guilt of your past and the sorrow and shame of sin. No doubt, and be free from that today. Amen. Right. Strong men and women, strong men and women are those that can resist. Amen. Resist. Uh, anybody can go throughout life floating downstream. You think about that. Anybody can go with the flow. But it takes a real man and woman of God to go against the grain. And it's through the power of God. It's through the power of the blood. It's through the power of the Holy Ghost that he allows us to win in this life. Jesus told us in his word, uh, uh, John chapter 14, he says, I am the way. He is the way to life. He says, I am the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Back to what he was saying, the enemy will show us the wrong way. The enemy will lead us down the wrong way. The enemy will have us destroy ourselves, leave us high and dry in this society. But Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I am the way. Come after me. Follow after me. And I'll give you a better life. Amen. 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 The truth, the enemy is full of lies. 
shared last week, oh, Father, they the father of all lies, but they to be done. He'll tell you there's a better life outside of God. He'll tell the world that it's, uh, serving God is a waste of time. He'll tell you this, that being in this service today is a waste of time. It's not a waste of time. No. It's the best thing you can do in life. It's to serve him and have faith in him and live for him and dedicate your life to him every day. Amen. You're making the best choice in life today. Amen. The greatest choice I ever made was when I gave my life to the Lord. The greatest choice that, again, many women today on the sound of my voice made was to give your life to Jesus. Everything else is secondary today. Can I get a witness today? Everything else today is, is secondary to your relationship with Almighty God. He said, I am the life. You really haven't begun to live until you come to Jesus. The Bible says, there's a, well, there's an old song about looking for love in all the wrong places. I think it was Kenny Rogers. I don't know. Maybe it was. He said, it was Kenny Rogers, old country singer. He said, looking for love. If you uh, uh, listen to Eddie Murphy, Eddie Buckwheat, they said, looking, looking for love. Looking for love. <laughs> and I used to try to do that. But he said, looking for love in all the wrong places. Many times people are looking for life in all the wrong places. Looking for life in a man, woman, boy, or girl. Looking for life in a job. Looking for life in, in a sexual relationship. Looking for life on a trip somewhere. Looking for life in a drug. Looking for life in alcohol. Looking for life in the next Friday for a nightclub. My friend today, life comes from Christ Jesus today. How many know that today? Looking for life and true happiness in life comes from Almighty God. The Bible says we're looking for it in the wrong places. Solomon, the King Solomon, over in the book of uh, Ecclesiastes, he gave a whole rundown, 12 chapters worth about what life is. He prayed for wisdom when his father died. David, his father died. He was going to be king. Young man, he was a young man. A young man today, as you begin to look and you enter into a new place in your life, look to God. Amen. I'm sure your mom and dad is already telling you, look to God. And let the Lord order your steps, even whether you're young or old. And so King Solomon, he knew his father David was great. Great man. A lot, great warrior, great kingdom of God. No place like all of the land of Israel. People from far, near and far, came to see this great city of Jerusalem and the great palaces and the great kingdom that David had built up. And naturally, his son uh, was now a young man and his father was dying. And so he says, My God, what am I going to do? How am I going to uh, fulfill the shoes of this great man, David? So, what did he do? He prayed. He prayed. In life, you don't know what to do, pray. If you don't know what to do, brothers and sisters, seek the Lord our God. Because if not, the devil will have you all over the place. The Bible says he prayed and he asked God. He says, Father, I need for direction. I need wisdom. Ecclesiastes. And also you read about it in Samuel as well. In the book of Kings about his life. The Bible says, and so God was thrown back. Can you imagine God being rocked out of his chair? He said, hold up, hold up, hold up. Solomon, you asking for what? He said, I'm asking for wisdom. I'm asking for direction in this life. He said, I thought you were going to ask for gold. I thought you were going to ask for more territory. I thought you were going to ask for more money. I thought you were going to ask for, again, a, a fight, more women. Oh, no, no, no. I thought you were going to ask for something carnal. But you're asking for wisdom. And naturally he said, yes, because if you give me your wisdom, I 
can know how to orchestrate everything else. God, I get away this today. And God, if you can order my steps in this life, if you can order my steps, I can make the right decision. I can make the right choices in this life. Amen. And so Solomon asks, he says, Lord, give me wisdom. And God raised up Solomon. And I kind of got ahead of myself. And all the people even came even more to see Solomon's kingdom. Queen of Sheba came and from Egypt and all Ethiopia and all of Africa and different places. Europe, uh, Europe at the time, and they came from all over the places to lie to begin to see the glory of Solomon. That's why the Bible says Solomon in all of his glory. Jesus told he says, in all of Solomon's glory and all of Solomon's riches, he said, nothing can compare to how God can take up his even better. Mm -hmm. But let's go back to Solomon. So in the book of Ecclesiastes, the Bible says, you go back and read this awesome book. Solomon began to deal with things that he had. He talked about how he said, I have, I have everything that I want in the natural. He said, I have singers, entertainers. Can you imagine them clapping their hands? Rapey singers. <laughs> right? Bring me grapes. Bring me a fan. I know some of us need a fan now. Amen. Bring me a fan. We've been spoiled for us with this. Man. We had natural AC all week long. Thank the Lord. Amen. But now it's getting a little warmer. But Solomon had everything he needed, Carlos. But he, after all of that that he had, he had, he had pools, he had gardens. He, I can only imagine what it looked like. Everything that he wanted. And, and naturally, that's what man says after even now, the finer things in life. But he said, all of that was vanity and vexation of spirit. The more we have, the more troubles we have. Mm -hmm. That old rapper say, more money, more problems. <laughs> Amen. So yeah, I know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. He's back there. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but anyway, you think about this. He said, all the stuff that I have is problematic. He says it is vexation of the spirit. And he's many times you go back and read the book of Kings, they didn't want, and they said, I don't want no music, I don't want nothing. Get, everybody just get away, but they had a tough decision to make. Just get away. Just leave me alone so I can get a hold of God. Because everything else was troublesome to him. And so the Bible says, he told us in Ecclesiastes, he said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. The whole matter, when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, Ecclesiastes chapter 12. The Bible tells about, first of all, he says, remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. To remember your creator, young man today, remember the creator. All the days of your life, he says, and, and while the, the evil day has not come, get as much God as you can. I like what uh, my wife was telling me. He said he was ready to graduate from children's church. He was ready to come out to the big church. And while you're here in the big church, get as much as you can. Amen. Get as much as you can. He says, while the evil day has not come, so when the evil day does come, in life and it will come. Evil days will come our way. We cannot run from it. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. Rains on all of us. We know about COVID and how it rained on everybody. Whether we was living right or about living right, it rained on everybody. We all got affected by things. When it rains, it, it hits everybody somehow, some way. He said, while the days are evil, he says, we must, we must learn how to pray. We must learn how to build that foundation in this life. So when the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them, when the sun has no light, and when the stars and the moon shall be darkened, when there is no clouds to return the rain, he says, then we will need to know the Lord our God. Let's jump down through it all. 
And the Bible says in verse 8, he says, uh, uh, he says in verse, excuse me, verse 7, he says, Then shall the dust be, re I shall return to the dust of the earth. He says, The spirit shall return unto God who gave it. And so, naturally, this old flesh that we live in and try to please, naturally, again, the soul has to give an account. Our spirit goes to a place, either it's heaven or hell. What will we do with the things that pertain to this life? He says, Well, because the preacher was wise. He shall he talked to people saying, Yea, good he take take good heed. And he sought out and he says, and, and said in order the many prayers. Go ahead, I'm gonna finish. He says, Let us hear the conclusion, verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. He said, When life is all said and done, fear God in this life. There's a lack of reverence for God. They hijacked our month, brother John. How many true babies we got in here? They hijacked, so I said years ago, they hijacked my mom. <laughs> he says, fear God. We live in a world where there's no fear of God anymore. Yes, sir. And when there's no fear of God, people will flaunt their sin in God's face. We don't care about church. We don't care about worship. We don't care what we're going to do or we want to do. That's what the Bible says today. It's just in the last days, the days will be like Sodom and Gomorrah. There's no fear any longer. They would march the streets and say, we want death rather than life as they marched in Manhattan. They let us go home early the other day because they were worried about the, uh, the death mark, uh, mob in the streets. They say, y'all need to leave work early because we don't know what's going to happen. The death mobs, they, they didn't say the death mobs. I'll call them the death mobs. They wanted death. They would celebrate death. We want to kill our babies. So they let us go home early so we wouldn't get caught up in the mobs. But when there's a lack of fear, they, they was, the devil wants to snatch away life. Mm -hmm. Snatch away joy. Snatch away our relationship with God. And so in the last days, back to what we're talking about prayer this time, we're in those days now, church. Don't cold, get cold sleeping. So there's a lack of fear. And so the Bible talks about, they call this pride month. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible says God resists the pride. Have you read a verse in the scripture? Mm -hmm. He resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. And if we don't resist, the, if we don't, uh, if God doesn't resist the proud, he does resist the proud. And if our world does not change, uh, again here today, God's grace will be removed. It's nothing but God's grace right now. It's nothing but God's grace right now holding back the wrath of God. And, and because of that, people's fear for God has diminished. The Bible says here in the conclusion of life, we must fear God. And so the opposite, and so God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. The Bible says also pride cometh before the fall. I told you that my, my mom has been hijacked. <laughs> pride cometh before the fall. Are you listening? Mm -hmm. It's going to ring a bell. I, I, I look at me straight. Some other folks are following. But pride... Now, I need to say more about it. You know, they're going to bear for YouTube if I say certain words. They'll mute me. I saw that they, they muted some of the, some of the service now. But pride, gay pride, coming before the fall. That's what the Bible says. I was talking to a man at work. He said, Can you believe there's, there, there, there's, there's, there's churches now accepting this? It's been going on for a long time now. The hand of the gay flags in the churches now. 
That's the opposite of God wants procreation. One preacher said one time, I, I'm going off track here, but this is good. Uh, uh, what God said, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Come on. God made Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. And so there's a lack of fear for God's word. There's a lack of fear even to preach God's word. Preachers won't even talk about it no more. Because they may cut me off of the television set. My funding from the state may leave. The governor may uh, take the funding away so I can't build that housing project. Come on. That's why they can't say nothing. Because they're afraid. They may lose some members. They may lose some finances. Why? Because the fear of God has diminished in these last days. Solomon said to fear God in, the life, in your life, keep his commandments. Keep his commandments. In the verse 13, this is Ecclesiastes 12, 13. For this is the whole duty of man. Your life is to serve and live God. Walk uprightly before him. Live for him. Walk in reverence to God. Humbly before the Lord. Not in pride. Shaking our fist in God. But to humbly walk before the living God. Church, amen. The Bible says, for as we'll bring every good work, he will, God will bring every work into judgment. Please ask his 12, 14. And every secret thing, whether it be good or evil. Let me get back to where I want to go, folks. The Bible says God gives us everything that pertains to life. And so whatever life brings, we want to give you the next point. God has an answer. And so Paul said today, whatever life brings, they wanted to stone Paul. They killed the preachers of old because they preached the truth. They wanted to get rid of them. He said, I don't care what life may bring. There's nothing that's going to stop me from telling you about Jesus and telling you what the word of God says. And Paul and Silas and various ones were thrown in jail for preaching the word of God for telling men and women to get right with God. They cut John the Baptist's head off for telling them the truth. He told, he told, uh, what was it? Harry says, you live with a woman you're not married to. And he cut his head off. <laughs> Why? Because, because he had to tell them the truth. When we don't tell you the truth, you'll go throughout life, life believing a lie. Come on. Let's get back. So thanks, God has an answer for everything. Let's go to 2 Peter's recall. 2 Peter 1 through 10. 2 Peter 1 through 10. The Bible says Simon Peter was a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ. Today in life, serve God. This is 2 Peter 1 through 10. Serve God in this life. There's no better thing to do than to serve God and live for God. Your blessings come by serving God. Ask, what can I do for you in the kingdom of God, church? What can I do, God, for you? God, I just want to serve you and live for you. I want to be a partaker in you. The Bible tells you today, to them that obtain that like precious faith, and he says, through us, the righteousness of God and the Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible goes on and says, verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and through our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to learn of God in this life. Get as much word as you possibly can. And read it daily. Because that's our food, that's our nourishment. That's our source and our strength to carry you through in this life. Get up in the morning and read some scripture. Get up in the morning and say a prayer. Get up in the morning and see God's face. The Bible says, and he says, according to the power that he had given unto us, all things that pertain unto life in verse 3. So God gives us everything we need to pertain to life.
Bible app. You don't have to look anywhere else but in his word. You don't have to look anywhere else in this world. But through him and through prayer and through, again, the word of God, we find everything that pertains to life. When they say, I can find a job in the Bible. He makes it for Job. Amen. I'll you folks along. But the Bible says everything that pertains to life. He says, life and godliness through knowledge of him they call us unto virtue. If you live a virtuous life, again in the day, God will bless. He says, whereby given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. God has so much in store for those that will take heed to the word of God. Those that will take heed to him and live for him. He says he is a divine partaker. We can become divine partakers and divine partakers of his divine nature this, this morning. Partakers of his glory, partakers of his touch and his power, partakers of everything that he gives in this life. He says we can escape corruption. This is verse 4. We can escape corruption in this life. You don't have to live in corruption. God says we can live free, be free, be holy, amen. And walk up right here and resist the enemy. I cannot share with you many times the power of the blood is powerful. The blood is powerful today, church. The blood and the Holy Ghost is strong enough and, and mighty enough to keep you every day of your life. Amen. So he says we can leave corruption through the world's laws. He says besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith. And so in this life, walk by faith. Walk by faith in this life. You want victory in this life? Walk by faith and not by sight. Walk by faith and not by sight in Jesus. God, I'm going to believe you for everything for you. Get me out of this situation. I'm going to believe you, God, by faith. I don't see how it's going to work out, but I know you're going to make a way. I know you can provide by faith. The devil hates faith. Did you know that? He hates you to believe by faith. He hates you to walk by faith. He hates you to, to begin to trust in God beyond the shadow of a doubt. Let's go to uh, verse 4, uh, the rest of verse 5. The Bible says, add to your faith virtue, and, and, not to, and which is moral living, moral living, moral and righteous living, and to moral living knowledge, to the great gain and to learn more and to grow in the grace of Almighty God. Add to knowledge in verse 6. This is uh, 2 Peter 1, 6. He says, add to knowledge... Uh, uh, um, Add to knowledge, where I lose all. Add to knowledge, temperance, temperance, self-control, self-control in this life. Uh, I'm not letting the flesh dictate what you again what the flesh wants to do. He says, and you will have victory in your life. Add to temperance, patience. Patience, patience. They that wait upon the Lord, the Bible says what? He shall renew their strength. Every day when you feel like going, can't go on in this life, God will give you strength as you wait upon Him, as you trust in Him. Patience and watch God work. Patience through, uh, again, and believe God that what you pray for. Patience will see it through. Again, and so add to patience, godliness. Every day of your life, endeavor to be like Christ. I'm going to say this today. God wants us to be like His Son, Jesus, to where you can can't have victory. You see, when Jesus came to the earth, he showed the entire world that you can have victory over devils. I mean, look at today. When devils come your way and throughout life, Jesus showed us the example. So if we walk God and live God like Christ is, no doubt you can have victory over the devil today. Amen? Amen. 
Victory over sickness, victory over disease, victory over battles and challenges and shortcomings. God showed us through his son, Jesus Christ, that we, if we pattern our lives after God and after him, we can see victory in our lives. Godliness to Godliness, brotherly kindness. Brotherly kindness in this life. Be kind to one another. Regardless of what life brings. I'm thinking about a situation that and the people kind of doing us wrong a little bit. And you know, the scripture says, don't wish uh, 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 vengeance on anybody. God will take care of that. And the God knew, I said, my God, I, I still don't want to, I'm not rejoicing. I say, people do you wrong, man. It'll come back to bite you. It'll come back to bite you. And so you begin to think about this. And how that as we serve him and live for him, love people anyway. Love them anyway. A world is cruel and hurtful. A world of cruel and, and lack of love in it. Let us show great kindness. They slapped Jesus. They stabbed Jesus. They crucified Jesus. But he still loved them anyway. People are getting a curse on God. They, they shake their fists at God. Let's love them anyway. People who are, are bound by sin and homosexuality or fornication. It doesn't matter what sin it is. It does not matter what the label of sin that we put on it. Let's love people. Amen. Because God loves them. God loves you today. If you call up in any lifestyle, is I contrary to God. Whether it's in thievery, whether it's a thief, whether you're a murderer, whether you're a backbiter, whether you're a drunk, it does not matter what sin it is. We all come short of the glory of God. But the Bible says that his love reaches out. Amen. His love, no doubt, is represented by God's grace. And God's grace is sufficient. Let us live by grace. Amen. Give people grace. Pray for people, amen, even though they despisefully use you. Though they're lost, my God, let's not turn up our nose against anyone, amen, but begin to love people and pray for people that they can come out of the snares of the devil. Are you listening to the name? The snares of the devil, of the enemy of our soul, and that's really what it is, because the Bible tells us, Paul said, he says, such was some of us. We were all lost some kind of way. Can I get a witness? We were all bound in this life. But thanks be unto Jesus Christ who gives us victory. Thanks be unto Jesus Christ who has set the captive free in this life. Thanks God he gave us an opportunity to no doubt be free from sin and, and death and hell in the grave. So through brotherly kindness, let's continue to tell somebody else as well. And so through brotherly kindness, we continue to tell them, tell you that God has a better way for you. God has a better life for you. God is a better way. God can take that drunk and give him the Holy Ghost. Man, I don't even need a drink because of the Holy Ghost. Come on. The Bible says it's a new wine. Man, you wake up in the Holy Ghost. Man, you can, you can smile when it hurts. That's really what people are trying to do. They're trying to drink away their sorrows. Drink away my pain. Let me shoot this in my arm and take the pain away. The only way the pain will be relieved is through Jesus Christ our Lord. He said, cast your cares on him, for he cared for you. Come, my yoke is easy. Don't carry that heavy burden in this life. Don't carry the load. Jesus took the load for us. In this life, give your life to Christ. Give your burdens to Christ. Give your sins over to Jesus, and he will lighten the load for you in this life. Godliness, brotherly kindness, charity, which is love. The greatest love of them all. Come on, Jesus Christ. The greatest love of all. Looking for love in all the wrong places. As we said earlier, it's found in the life giver, the lover of our soul, Jesus Christ. 
True love comes from Jesus. I can only love my wife so much. She can only love me so much. We can only love you so much. You can only love us so much. But there's nothing like the love of God in this life. Church today, God loves you. He cares for you. He said, if these things be in you, it's Peter covered in verse 8. First Peter, Second Peter 1, 8. If these things be in you, the things that we've listed, and abound, in other words, grow, swell up and begin to grow even better and better every day. They may make you that you shall neither be barren, in other words, fruitless, barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's a book full of promises and blessings for you in this life and the life to come. Don't let the enemy cut you out of that in this life. Don't let the devil take away what God has for you. Live life for Christ. Let these things abound in you. Live an abundant life is what he's saying. He come to give you abundance of life. He said, but he that lacketh these things in verse 9, he that lacketh these things, in other words, he ignores these things and pushes them away. He says, I don't need God. This is the preacher. That's this church. That's just the Christians. Them Bible thumpers. He said he's blind. Those that say that are blind. Walking through life blind. Grappling. Searching from place to place to place. He said they're blind. They are, uh, 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 he says that they cannot see afar off. They can't see down the number line. He says there's eternity waiting on me. They can't see down the number line and hell is waiting if I don't give my life to God. They can't see down the line the enemy will block them and have them live right now in the moment. I'm just living my life. I'm living my best life. Without but that God. It's actually your worst land. It's the worst you can do is keep God out of your life. My friend today as we finish, he says he lacking these things is blind. And many women in the Bible says the blind lead the blind. They both fall off the ditch. Day after day, as we've been in this service, people have fallen over into the ditch, lost. Another one bites the dust, they say. Another one's gone because the enemy has blinded their eyes. Walk around blind without God, but let God open up your eyes today. He said, God, open my eyes so I can see. So I can see God about my life. I can see myself. I can see the things I need to do. God, help me, God, not to walk blindly in this world. He said, He has forgotten. Your old sins, He's forgotten. Church, let's never forget what God has done for your life. Whenever He tries to put blindness up in your life, remove those blinders and say, No, no, God's been too good to me. He's been too good to me for me to complain. He's been good, too good for me to worry. He's brought us through over and 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 over. I can keep going down the number line over and over and over. God has been too good to us for us to begin to doubt Him, for us to question Him. Amen. Don't let anybody put blinders on your eyes, but say, "I see You, God." To look for God through the darkness of your night. Look to God for the answer. Look to God. He said, we rather, brother, for rather, brother, and give your diligence and call the next one, make it sure. And if you do these things, you shall never fall as we close. He said, if you do the things in this life, you'll never fall. God will keep you. 
God will cover you in this life. Amen. In this life, He gives you power. I'm thankful for power, provision, joy, peace, salvation, the Holy Ghost, answers, protection. Everything you need is found in the life giver, Jesus. He said, I am the way. As we bow our heads in reverence to God, the truth and the life. Complete victory in this life is through Jesus Christ. Walk in him, live for him, serve him. Any other way, he says, you will, you will not find it. Any other way, you will, you will not find it. You will not find what you're looking for until you come to Christ. You won't find it. Again, in, in this world, you can search the whole world over. And no doubt, never find it. But we can find it through Christ Jesus. We find it in you, Lord, today. We thank you for Jesus Christ. Let's look up to Jesus. The Bible says the author and the finish of our faith. Look to him. Whatever you're going through in, in this life, look to Jesus. Look to him. Look to him today. Look to our Lord, our God. And say, Lord, we look into you in this life. He said, to whom shall we go? Where else can we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. To whom can we turn to but be if it had not been for you on our side, where would we be today? If it had not been for God. In this life, church, let's have victory through Jesus Christ. As we find a place to pray today, I don't care what life has brought your way. Whether it's death, whether it's, again, shackles. Come, come, come. Whether it's disease, sickness, burdens, trials. Come to the one that's able to free you in this life. As we find a place to pray, she began to sing as unto the Lord. God, we thank you, Lord, for being that life giver, that way maker, that need meter, that problem solver, that mountain mover. When troubles come our way, God, you was able to move them out the way. You was able to be that present help in the time of trouble. If you're in trouble today, God, let God step in right now. Let it be that personnel. If you're distressed today, let God be the ultimate stress reliever and remove all the burdens in this life. Perplexed church, don't be in despair because God, God can deliver it. Don't know which way to turn, seek God. Let him order your steps in this life. The Bible says the steps of, uh, uh, of a man is ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man is ordered by the Lord. Forsaken or persecuted. Don't worry because you're not cast out. God can pick you back up. If you're down today, let Christ pick you up today. He says, Come on, let me pick you up where you are in this life. Where you are in this life, He's able to hold, able to hold His hand and walk hand in hand with Him. Go with God. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you in this life and the life to come. Go with God. He gives victory in this life. Walls, giants. church. All two prayers open. You have victory in this life. Determine as we stand to our feet this morning. As we stand to our feet. You make up in your mind, I'm going to have victory in this life. You lift those hands in victory. In Jesus Christ, I have victory. He says today, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Your biggest challenge is remember that first greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 
No doubt he says we've been made more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Go out and conquer through the power of God, through the power of the blood in this life. Put the devil to your feet this morning and say, I have victory in Jesus in this life. In this life. Thank you.
victory. Victory, victory in him. We're going to have victory in his life. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we have victory. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we have victory. Online. May the Lord you bless you. We'll see you. Lord, we'll back at 6 p.m. this evening.